Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. The sermon text is the OT Old Testament reading from Joel. Maybe seated. In the name of Jesus, remember, return, and rise. That's really Lent in a nutshell. That really is the theme these next 40 days. Remember, return, and rise. Yes, tonight, we remember that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. Now, it's Papa Adam who got that message first, right? In the Garden of Eden, eh? Genesis 3:19. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Every single slice of bread, a reminder of death which was ahead. <laughs> yeah, the bread came from the ground, and that's where Papa Adam would eventually be found. Six feet under, now Papa Adam's future, so unnecessary, right? He ate a meal that wasn't his gobble up. He acted like a poor man. God gave him way more than enough, and yet Adam, Papa Adam, acted like he had it rough. He thought he didn't have enough. He treated God as the foe, and Satan gave him the green light to go crunch. He took a big bite out of that juicy red apple and thereby welcomed death here below, welcomed death into God's good creation. And now Marty Luther's hymn applies to us all in the very midst of life. Snares of death surround us. So much death. Colliding cars, debilitating diseases, failing flailing, falling apart friendships, wounding words, works, and wars, hospice, funerals, and cemeteries. Oh my. Death is all around us. The sight, the sound, the smell. We can't avoid death. Every day we're actually given uh, a reminder of the inevitable, actually four times a day, with TV5's death notices. Yeah, yeah. We see the, the faces on TV5 for a couple of minutes, the faces of those who died in the last few days. And then there's this voice that says, a service to our community. Uh, a service? To the community, reminding me that I'm going to die. <laughs> and now you're here at GLC, 303 Ruth Street. Yeah, now you're here. And, uh, and now for another service to this community. 
A pastor smeared ashes on your forehead with the words, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. These ashes remind us that our faces will one day be on TV5's death notices. Unless Jesus, of course, returns first. I mean, these ashes, dear friends, all of us, every face here that has been ashed, proclaims a message, an unpopular message, a politically incorrect message, one that goes something like this. What are you looking at, buddy? Yeah, why are you giving me such a strange look right now? Oh, I'll tell you. I know what you're looking at. A dying man. Yeah. yeah. I'm a dying man surrounded by dying men. We're all going to die. All of us. When, where, how, we don't know. But, but, but the grave is ahead of us all. No dodging death. It's inevitable. Remember, remember, remember. And having remembered... We return to the Lord Jesus, who became dust for us all. You heard the OT reading, right? Quite the invitation from Joel 2.13. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Yeah, let's return to the Lord. Let's return to the Lord, because, you know, we've had a short fuse. We've lost our cool and made of ourselves quite the fool. Yes, let's return to the Lord, because, you know, when it comes to that word merciful, most of the time we only see the first two letters, M-E-Me, me, <laughs> me, me, me. And we come up with all sorts of reasons not to help someone in need, someone that needs mercy. Oh, I'm just too busy. Had a long day at work. Doesn't that bloke have his own family? Can't the family help him? Come on! Yeah, let's return to the Lord. Because so often our love, well, we've been stingy with our love. I only have this much love for that guy over there. Yeah, it's underneath my skin. Kind of annoying. Nothing more, nothing less. Once it's gone... This love. I'm gone. Yes, let's return to the Lord, because so often we have functioned as though karma were real. What comes around goes around. Yeah, that guy really did a number on me, and he's going to get what he deserves, let me tell you. And when he does, it will be gruesome. So grim. And I will enjoy every single moment. Dear friends, countless reasons for why we deserve to return to the dust and remain there forever. Only one sin is enough for God to send lightning bolts from heaven to earth to zap us, reducing us to ashes. But that's not what our Lord wants at all, period. He doesn't desire the death of any sinner. You heard the gracious invitation 
In the OT reading, Joel 2.12, Yet even now, declares the Lord, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. And rend your hearts, and not your garments. Yet even now, return. Whatever you've done. Wherever you have been, the Lord says to each and every one of us this evening, return, 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 return. No trick or trap. You're not going to find a closed door or a closed fist or a closed heart. Just the opposite. You're going to find an open door, open arms, an open heart. Why? Because this Lord Jesus was open to becoming dust for you, for me, for everybody. He owned all of our sin to the tree of Calvary. All the reasons for us to wind up in dust and ashes forever. Smeared, smeared on Jesus on the Friday we call good. That's why these ashes are smeared on our foreheads in the shape of a cross, not in the shape of Mickey Mouse or a heart or a smiley face. Like if you came forward and wanted one of those shapes, no. Cross for you, cross for you, cross for you. <laughs> Dear friends, where has all of our disregard for God's word gone? Where has all of our disobedience towards authority, bosses, parents, gone? Where has all of our dissatisfaction with all that God has given us gone? On Jesus. On Jesus. That's what that cross on your forehead proclaims. That's what the cross on my forehead proclaims. Our crosses on our foreheads proclaim such gospelly good news this evening. Words right from the epistle reading. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The one who knew no dust became dust so that he could go down into the dust of death and the grave for you, for me, for, for everybody, for everyone, the whole world. Now death and the grave have no hold on our lives. Death and the grave do not get the final say, the final word. Death and the grave is not the end for you and for me. Why? Jesus lives. The one who went six feet under now stands with death and the grave under his feet. Real flesh and real blood has been raised out of the dust and ashes, and that is your future. And that's mine, too. Because Jesus, who became dust, has been raised out of the dust, we will rise also. 
How do we know that? We cry out, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Will he have mercy on you and me? I mean, the world taunts us and tortures us, makes fun of us. The world harasses us and hounds us, saying exactly what was said in our OT reading. Where is their God? That's what the world says today. Where is their God? Where is their God? I mean, Christians don't seem that special. Their faces still wind up on TV5's death notices, just like all of our faces. Where is their God? It seems like their God has left the cosmos, has left the universe. It seems as though their God ain't no help to anybody. Where is their God? Dear friends, the world's humiliation ain't no intimidation for the Christian because the Lord Jesus does have compassion. As the OT reading says, Joel 2, 18 and 19, Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied, and I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. The Lord does way more than fill pantries and cupboards to overflowing. Where is our God? On the table this evening. In, with, and under the grain and the wine. The very God who became dust and went down into the dust and, and, and jumped out of the dust is with us this evening, dear friends. No Michigan snowstorm can keep this God away from 303 Ruth Street. Thank you very much. In a few moments, the very body and the very blood, the very flesh and the very blood that went beyond death in the grave will be put into you and into me as the pledge and the promise that our flesh and our blood will also go beyond death and the grave. You know what this means? The ashes, the weeping, the mourning, the fasting, all temporary. It will all soon be over. And so let's eat Drink and be merry, for tomorrow we live. Oh yeah, we live. There's only life ahead of us, folks. Death is behind us. Life is before us. And so let's remember that we are dust and return to the Lord Jesus who will raise us up out of the dust on the last day when that J-Day, Judgment Day trumpet sounds. Dust never had it so good. Remember, return, and we shall rise. Dust and ashes, no more. Happy Ash Wednesday. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.